Hello everyone and welcome back to the memoirs through a blind woman's eyes. This is Riley Rose Frazee, your host, and today we're going to talk about accepting compliments from others, which isn't easy all the time, especially when you're being beaten down and told a bunch of negative shit. So today that's what we're going to discuss and I'm going to try to help you get through that because like I said, it is not easy. It is so not easy, and I'm going to try to assist you in that. A lot of people tell me negative stuff like, well, your imagination sucks, or you can't do this because you're blind, you can't do that because you're blind, and blah, 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 which is a bunch of bullshit, first of all, but it gets to the point where, like I said in the fitting in episode, here's where... People think my imagination is bad, first of all, because I use a lot of personification and I use a lot of weird analogies. Like, for example, comparing negativity to the tank in Left 4 Dead. Why is that a weird analogy? Well, because some people just don't get it. If you played Left 4 Dead, you kind of get where I'm coming from there. (laughs) I mean, my boyfriend got it. I mean, I had to explain it, but he understood it. But here's the thing. What does the tank in Left 4 Dead do? He's a big old brute that'll come in and just knock you down, beat the shit out of you till you're dead. If they don't kill it. What does negativity do? It will beat you down to the point you either destroy yourself or health-wise, it'll kill you. You follow me? I mean, the big difference between negativity and Mr. Tank himself is the fact that you can run from negativity. You can get the fuck away. The Tank, (laughs) not so much. That's the difference. That is the big difference. That and the Tank is a physical character, not, well, a physical character in a video game, but negativity is just a mental thing. That just bugs the shit out of you and won't leave you alone. The tank is a character in a video game that won't leave you the shit alone. But yeah, I mean, those are the only few differences. If he was actually a physical character, that would not be good. But, you know, people think I'm weird when I do stuff like that. But if it's a way to get a point across, I'll use it. I'll use what gifts I have. That's what you need to do. You need to use what gifts you're given to get your point across. And if I can do that, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do that. Because, hey, if it works, it works. You know, that's what I want to do. I want to use my gifts and help. And if my weird imagination helps me to help somebody, hey, I'm in, you know, and then you have people, you know, like I said, they think I'm weird because, like I said, I didn't, I don't celebrate my anniversary the same way as most, I don't, I don't do things like some people would think, you know, that's not normal, no, because I'm not normal, and I don't, claim to be normal. I don't want to be normal. 
Why be normal? You know, you don't want to, why? You know, as long as you're not hurting yourself or hurting someone, different is good. I've said that before on a Motivational Monday. Different is good. <clears throat> as long as you're not harming yourself or hurting somebody else by doing what you're doing, different is good. You know? And being you, being you is what you know. You know, if you have a vivid imagination like I do, <clears throat> what's wrong with that? My imagination is not hurting nobody. It's not hurting me. It's helping me with it, with life, you know, getting analogies to, to teach people things. It's, you know, it's helping me to accept things, you know. A lot of things I've gone through, my imagination, getting my mind off of things, my imagination can go some pretty crazy places. And I don't mean in the perversion mode, but I mean in the fun mode. I can get myself in, into a situation where I can have a boatload of fun, especially being a nerd. That's fun. Being a nerd and having a vivid imagination like I do, <laughs> that's fun. Because when I want to be distracted, I can go into worlds that nobody else can go into. And it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. But accepting compliments... I've actually had people, make, like I said, make fun of that. Like, you're, you're, what? You're thinking of worlds like that? Of, of going in, you'd love to go into worlds like that? Some games? Yeah, I would. <clears throat> Some games, hell no, I wouldn't want to be in that world, but. <clears throat> Other games? Yeah, I'd love to be in that world. You know? And sometimes I just bring them into my little world of sports, going to sports games with people, you know, hey, you know, vivid imagination, Woo-hoo. but a lot of people think I'm weird just because I use my imagination and, and make up, you know, stories. First of all, <clears throat> you ever read a book? You ever watch TV? You ever listen to music everything is made up some of it's made up on real life events some stuff's made up fictionally there are fiction books y'all which means they're made up they're not real where does that come from is the author weird because they came up with something fake as they call it or fictitious it's not real. I mean, I actually have a book idea that I want to do that I think would be pretty darn cool. There's nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with that. I see nothing wrong with that. So why put somebody down 
for what they like. You know, and to accept a compliment when you're always beaten down is is hard. I'm not going to lie. I've had people actually say, you know, that's why kids gravitate toward you, girl. Because your imagination is so dang vivid. You can come up with game ideas and toy ideas, you know, when they're when you're playing with them and stuff. Like my little friend, Matthew, my friend Carrie's boy. He was just maybe two, three years old at the time. Riley, daddy's on the phone. His daddy wasn't on the phone. It was a fake phone. Okay. But what did I do? Hello? Oh, hi, Bobby. How's it going today? How's work? Oh, it's boring today? Oh, okay. You want me to tell Maddie he needs to behave? Okay, I can do that. Maddie, Daddy says you need to behave. Maddie giggles. Oh, you want me to say hi to Ben, too? Okay, what's up, Ben? Daddy says hello. You know, and Carrie was sitting over there, and she's just laughing her ass off, right? And then I hand the phone back to him, and he just giggles. You know, he's all happy. Why? Because I was pretending to talk to his father on the phone. And she said, that's why kids love you. Because you do not give a shit. You play with their little toys and you, you know, you do that for him. You do that kind of thing. That's why kids just adore you. You can't let that part of you go. Because that's why kids just gravitate. I could be sitting in the park and this little kid will walk up with a phone Daddy's on the phone, and I'll just, you know, and I'll ask them their name, and they're pretending, you know, just talk to them. I don't care if it's a complete stranger's kid. I'll, I'll chat with them. You know, I do. And I don't know how many parents have come up to me and made that comment. Complete strangers will come up to me. They know I'm not going to hurt their kids. Because their kids are walking up to me going, you know, and they'll talk about things or just come up out of nowhere talking about, you know, because they'll see my eyes going every which way because I have, you know, dystagnetism. And they'll see my eyes just going everywhere and they're like, what's wrong with your eyes? What's wrong with your eyes? You know, because they're little. They can't always talk right. And I'd talk to them, you know, and I'd explain it. And that's another thing is, you know, which will be on a future motivational Monday about little kids and curiosity. Because that's a whole nother ball game that I'm going to get into later. Because I think that's something that needs to be addressed. But... Here's the thing. You know, I don't mind talking to little kids. I do not mind that at all. You know, and getting complimented, it does make me feel good. I'm not going to lie, it does. It makes anybody feel good if they get compliments, especially when they're beaten down all the time by negativity, by negativity tank. 
yeah, I did it again. On purpose, I did it again. But when you're constantly hammered to the ground, like, beaten down and told, told you can't do nothing and basically tore up like that, having somebody lift you up, I mean, even somebody who ain't real, can lift you up and you don't even realize it. That's that's what I'm saying. My vivid imagination can save you, even. My vivid imagination has actually saved my life. <laughs> because, I mean, it kept me from going into another bat of depression. You know, and like I said, I have fought depression. I've fought suicide. You've already seen that. I have fought both. Multiple times. And my girl Cassie kept me from going into depression. Because I was seriously thinking, what the hell am I doing on earth in this area? I need to be somewhere else. Why am I here? Not suicide. But like, what the fuck am I doing in this neighborhood? Because, and the reason I was thinking, what the hell am I doing on earth in this crappy area? Was because I was in the middle of nowhere. No public transportation. No way of going anywhere. Nothing to do. And Bill Gardner's game brought me out of that real quick. Cassie was talking to herself, but I felt like she was talking to me too. Because she goes, you're here for a reason. Okay? You know, because I was. I was like, what am I doing here? What the hell? You're here for a reason. That was what, you know, she said. And I brought it up in that one, too. You're here for a reason. And, you know... It's hard to accept a compliment when you're beaten down and told you can't do anything and all that stuff. But you know what? You've got to. In your heart, you've got to try. Because that's the only thing that's going to keep you up. And there I go using Left 4 Dead analogies. Get up! Get up! See what that game does? I can come up with analogies all day with that damn game. See what Left 4 Dead does? That game actually inspires me to come up with analogies. I didn't even realize I said that until I said it. But that is the only thing that can keep you up. When something is beating you down and dragging you down, a compliment is the only thing that can keep you up. That is just weird how that happens. You see what I'm saying? Just the slightest little thing. Whew, I got chills. Um, sorry, just random thoughts there. But 
you know, that, that is one thing that does. It keeps you up. It keeps you on your feet. It keeps you going. When the world is just crazy around you. The world is full of negative shit. Look at the news. Psh. The world is full of negativity, you guys. The world is full of fear and hatred. But you know what? There's a lot of positivity out there, too. You just gotta be around it. Don't be around the negativity. Run! Get away, get away, get away, get away. Get out of that goo. Negativity goo. <sighs> oh, Riley. I love it. But just get the hell out of that shit because that will drain you real quick. There's another comparison. Comparing negativity to spitter goo. Get the hell out of that shit. It'll drain your health real quick. Drain your energy real quick. But yeah, pretty dang good comparisons, I think. But see, that's my way of doing things. I compare things to stuff that's in video games because I'm a nerd. Give me a break. I'm a nerd. What can I say? But, you know, there is so much negativity. Basically, you got to use compliments to beat negativity's ass because that's your way of killing negativity use your positivity gun and I don't mean a physical gun you guys I mean mentally your imagination could be your weapon positivity is your weapon Beat negativity's ass by accepting compliments. Beat its ass. Negativity don't need to be around. Negativity can go hike down a short walkway. You know, take a hike. You know, negativity don't need to be around. Negativity sucks. You don't need it. Don't need it at all. I don't need it. You guys don't need it. Nobody needs it. So just go for it. Go for the compliments. Accept them. Because that's the only thing that's going to help you right now. Accepting a compliment is the only thing that's going to get you through life. When you're completely beaten down. And it's hard I know, it's hard. But you know what? It's a lot better than being tortured and beat down. Trust me. And I'm going to hear this and probably cry when I hear myself say this in the future. But seriously, being complimented is the most wonderful feeling in the world. It's like, it's like your med kit. There I go again. <laughs> it's like your, your mental med kit. <sighs> That's much better. You know, like... 
all better now, as Rochelle would say. You know. But it is. It's it that's like I said, the ways I can come up with to compare stuff. That's what it feels like. It's like a mental <sighs> you know. It's it's awesome. I mean, you feel so much better. When you're when you're being drugged down, it's like somebody is you're over encumbered. Like you are in oblivion or Skyrim. Or even the outer worlds. You could be over encumbered. Basically it's weighing you down. Is what I'm meaning. Negativity will just weigh your ass down and you cannot move. It just like it drags you down to the point where you just don't want to do anything anymore. You don't wanna you don't want to do anything. You just want to sit there and do nothing. And that's no fun. So just relax, have fun, and accept your compliments. Because you know what? That'll make your day much brighter. It really will. So I hope you found this episode helpful and I will be back for another motivational Monday.